3: v the sports betting network.
4: I have another free pick for you today from Scott Steen, one of the experts over at WinnersAndWinners.com. He's won all five of his recent free picks given out to our fans. Thanks, Scott, for helping everyone with some winners. He's currently on a hot streak in the NBA with an incredible 19-8 record. That's over 70%. He's found an edge on one of tonight's NBA playoff games, and he wants to share it with uh, everybody absolutely free. And all you have to do is text in VSIN to area code 320-350-3500. Get tonight's NBA free playoff pick by texting VSIN to
5: 320-350-3500. I go to the site every day. I love their write-ups and game previews. They do good an excellent breakdowns. job. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good response, too. On And there's any direction, I'm not really saying uh, uh, could, couldn't, can't act like uh, Skylar White, but any direction you want to take this about top five worst characters, unlikable characters. And I mentioned Wendy Bird, but how about this? And certainly, it's, an, I, it's the, even today. I'd say the show's underrated, even though it's my one of my favorites in *A Monster* and *Sopranos*. Right away, we got Janice, uh, the mom, and AJ. And AJ. Oh, he he couldn't act, and he was annoying. Three really bad characters. Yeah, yeah.
4: I actually I think the mom was the worst. Even when I, I so I I went back and rewatched *The Sopranos* during the pandemic. And it's so rewatchable. Oh my god! Absolutely. It's Twenty is. years later, the show is fantastic, right? It's it's an all it's underrated right. somehow. Yes, it is. And the mom, the scenes with the mom, I'm like, oh god, enough already, please! I forgot how bad they were. And I'll tell you, the Melfi scenes are underrated.
5: Yes, my, they are. Michael Lombardi. Good point.
4: Everybody would say, like after the show, like, I I hate it. I'll fast forward through this stuff. Michael Lombardi brought up a good point. Anytime they wanted to go in a different direction, they'd throw a Melfi scene in because that would change the direction of the show. Yeah. I thought that was Lombardi very, knows. very valuable.
5: Yeah, Lombardi yeah. knows.
4: Who's the kid on the wire? Uh, we season got Ziggy two season lo- two. Recall. I'm, okay. I, I admit I'm in the I'm in the minority. Uh-huh. Um, I really like season two of, the, two of the Wire. The Docs. I thought it was a great season. They completely flipped it. They went they went away from season one. It was a
5: totally brand new batch of characters, and it was a, it was a completely fresh angle. Anyone else bother you on Game of Thrones? Now, again, the kid who played Joffrey was great. But oh we, my God, with the screaming and the Well, What'd you think of Ramsey? I loved it. He was phenomenal. Loved it. Great character. Of course
4: Reek, you him. Actually, Reek got a little annoying. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, he, he went through hell, but... Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, so he I can make... Took his
5: basket from him. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's a tough move. He had a lot, a lot of... No, those real tri- trials and tribulations are what he had to go through. Poor See, kid. That, that's, that's... Like, who's the best character on Game of Thrones? Oh. Was it Lannister? Which one? Um, I love Jamie and I. How about the character arc of him? Oh, yeah. And again, those bozos who came, the ending. I do not th- know what they were doing. Who, the, the, little uh, um, Tyrion. Tyrion. the little guy. Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> Tyrion. little guy. Phenomenal. I still love Braun. Braun was the best. Braun? I love Braun. Yeah. That guy was awesome. Maybe less was more with we, him, but. We got. Uh, we got, Did you. <clears throat> we got a uh, tweet. You, you moved the number on Otani. It was some books. Oh, is it is it moved now? Yeah. What is it? Whatever. So happened? there you go. Uh, see, I says from t- 16 to 1 to 10 to 1. Okay. Um.
4: I it's don't like know ben. why
5: right. it, it makes too much sense.
4: I, I get it about the contenders, but that's that's the way baseball is going right now in both leagues, right? Yeah. A lot of pitchers are off to great starts. I think with him, it's completely sustainable. And he's going to put up great numbers. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, um, he was here at uh, VSIN. Uh, behind the scenes, we did a commercial for the upcoming contest here at Circa. Derek uh, put this together along with Mike Palm, Derek Stevens, the owner and CEO of Circa Sports, um, they wanted to promote their football contests and uh, they spent two days filming for a 30 second spot
5: yeah I'm very surprised Mike and Derek are very good I don't know method acting I don't know they're playing each themselves yeah, yeah.
4: they did a good job All right so we spent some time a lot of us did behind the scenes shooting for it and here's the end result of a 30 second spot that's going to be played uh nationally coming up in the in the next few weeks
3: yeah it's gonna be the biggest ever
4: hey Derek what's the guarantee?
3: What's the guarantee? Hey, Derek!
1: What's the guarantee?
3: This is getting ridiculous.
6: Beautiful. There
5: you go. There's the teaser.
6: Of what's coming?
4: So we still we still don't know what the guarantee is going to be. Yeah. Well, I have an what, idea. What happened? Where's Paulie Howard? <laughs> I'm in the next one. Uh, you're getting some bad information.
5: No, I'm in the next they one. They told you that there's going to be Absolutely. two. Absolutely, I don't know about filmed that. the long scene. Yeah, I don't know about That's that. It's the teaser. The commercials are coming out. That's just the teaser. Mm. The mix—they're going to tell you what the guarantee is. <laughs> are you oh. new here? That'll be in the next one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know got if you're going to be in it. I get not, the big from, game experience. Not from oh, yeah. the intel that I'm
4: hearing anyway. Oh, yeah. uh, Sean King and, and Stormy were awesome.
5: Yeah, yeah. Stormy did a great job. She did on they the zip line,
4: you. which is right outside here. We got, I want to know how many takes that took. How many takes you have? Mine took five. Yeah, did a good job. So they wanted me to do like... Did you say these
5: pretzels uh, are making me thirsty? They get ready for it, (laughs) yeah.
4: So they wanted me to look at my phone coming down the escalator and then do like a double take. Well, so when I would do the double take, they would say cue. So that was my turn to like do that, double take. And then when I would look over, they would go back and look and they said, no, your eyes caught the camera when you were looking over after the cue. So we got to cut it, you got to do it again. I'm like, well, that's... How is that my fault? You're telling me to look over at the cue and my, my eyeballs, I'm going like that, to look over to the left. My eyeballs came across the camera. It's no good. Then do something else with the camera. And then twice, right. the camera was out of focus. One one hit wonder. It was a one-take
5: wonder. The first time, it was great. You <laughs> should see what I had to do. <clears throat> Not that, you know, I'm sitting in a slot machine. Then I have to get up and pretend like I'm FaceTiming somebody, look and talk in my phone. I had like four lines. Uh-huh. And then I have to go walk up and then stop next to Derek and then deliver my line. And I butchered one of them. But then that the, the gal's like, there was, there was a script what the line was. Then I was emailed another line. And then he goes, why don't try it this way and do it that way.
4: Yeah. And yeah, I, the, Because they're like, be subdued. Yeah. Be, you know, just be quiet almost saying it. And then like after three takes, they're like, no, no, you got to be more. Well, you got to be louder than this and more emphatic. I'm like, well, that's
5: the way it should have been from the start. Well, good for him, too. I mean, Andy really gets it. Uh, of course he does. He's, he's all out for this. And, and the amount of money here, the guarantee coming up with the football contest. And it's been a game changer, too, for, for what it's done. Yep. And uh, good for him. Good buddy of,
4: of ours, Adam Hill, quote tweeted at Derek's spot when he sent it on on Twitter yesterday. Adam said, he asked the question, is Mitch Moss the worst actor ever? Was it
5: that bad? No. That was decent. He's swimming in your wake. No. I, I, I can't trust anything that comes out of his mouth. Oh, you can't? He, he thinks Die Hard was a bad movie. Oh. You I, have I, zero credibility on anything if you don't like Die Hard. Absolutely. I love Adam, Just a but blanket. but I could also,
4: I could save his life and he would be like, yeah, thanks and all, but I would have done it this way. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, you know, I thought you were good. Delivered the line for a second and a half. But that's the other thing. I mean, what you know, what we're doing here, and uh, you know, I, I really think I'm something. Uh, but what we do here, <laughs> oh, come on, with the aren't actors overrated? Now, there's, there's great you're performances, there's great actors so to, 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 to become tracks, and right. nail a scene, right? Look at this. <laughs> the hair back. No. get the hammer of the money. You don't get both. Be a man, don't be
3: a <laughs> a I wow. That is
5: awesome. That is oh, good. Okay. No, but look at that. He comes up from the mountain help help of youth. Oh, you could have some fun playing around with this. Oh, no, the, the blow. Wow. The biggest pile of cocaine you're ever going to see. Yeah. Scarface. Mm-hmm. But they get, as you get 50 takes if you want. I mean, you can sit there and do it over and over and over again until right. the director and the actor's comfortable with the shot, how they delivered it. It's like, oh, good, try it this way now. I mean, that come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah.
4: It's, yeah. Some are better than others for sure. Have you ever noticed, like, do you ever pay attention when they would go on, like, late-night television shows, how weird some of them could be?
5: Oh, some of them can't ad a fart. No, so they uncomfortable. just, oh,
4: yeah, some of the, so uncomfortable. Some of the people
5: that are just total drips. Oh, well, they're so out there. Oh, they're, they're so, just, their right. mind is all over the place. And eh? then it's just, it's it's, all, it's always some PR person sent this in to Jay Leno or Letterman, and then it's like, hey, I found you. You did a commercial when you were 12. And they pretend, oh, I'm all embarrassed.
4: How'd you get a hold of that? Yeah, you're yeah. PR person, you idiot. Oh, you're really throwing but me for a loop here. I'm right, I had like no idea this was coming. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
5: And uh, that's why I love Letterman. They would, they would, he, they would, uh, you I'm know, going fresh. You know, no, no, no pre interview. Oh, he was Come the on, best. Let's go. Yeah, he was the best.
4: Uh, tonight in the NBA. Yep. So, again, this, this angle is long gone. Uh, a team down 0 2 going back home for game three. This is, again, this. Went bye a couple of years ago, probably around the bubble because it really, I mean, there was no home team during the bubble. It was all in Orlando. But for a good two, three, four year stretch, it was always, okay, bet them third quarter, uh, bet them first quarter and for the half. And in game three, it's been a huge moneymaker. But but then sportsbooks caught up. I mean, like tonight, for example, the Heat are laying three or three and a half in the game against the 76ers in game three up 2 0. But the Sixers are favored in the first quarter and favored in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. no, I'm
5: not. I can't bet that. No, no. I don't want any part of Philly if it's not Embiid as well. I mean, uh, Doc says, well, we got to knock down those threes. Well, no kidding. They're 22% from three in the series, and uh, Green's killed them. He, he Harden, not the same player. We've been over that many times. But it's also what they missed defensively, and Miami's getting whatever they wanted. And you've mentioned several times the BAM prop. He's 19-and-a-half for points. And Lowry might play, might play. They might say, yeah, okay, just wait till game four. But, and sure. you just saw the announcement. Yeah, but Woj had that report. There's still some hurdles to clear. So it wouldn't be a total shock if MB plays tonight, but you saw the movement on the series price too—that the Heat went to 2,000 when the news was announced and a three-point move on the on the point spread. What do you think of that? If to get ahead of the number right now, maybe take a little bit on on the Sixers if MB does right that play, yeah, you, uh, right because the numbers, word's out, you know, everyone thinks he's out, so right. if he plays, probably come back down to pick if he goes. In there. Well, that and a, and a series price right. if MB plays, they can take the next two at right. home. What well, about Phoenix? And um, E.R. A- e- making the case for the under, but Phoenix averaging 125 in the playoffs yeah, er, in, in the series so far.
4: E.R. E- fires. Well, sure. Yeah, he gets down big. Um, yep. So I think he – he. well, that, that number moved because of him, I'm guessing. But uh, I think Dallas takes one of these next two games at home. I think it's going to go go back to yep. Phoenix for a
5: game five. Yeah, and then t- tomorrow's easy. Uh, I-, I think seven's outrageous. They're treating Memphis like Denver. It's ridiculous. Memphis mm-hmm. is the better team at least in the regular season. How would they catch in seven? Well, the Boston series is just as not much as... it's. Does Boston knock down their threes? That'll determine the series. Because they've attempted 93 of them in the first two games. Well, I do. Milwaukee's going to give it
4: to them. I think Freak's got to play out of his mind, though. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have to go for like 38, you and, know, and you know, be effective from the floor. And who knows what's smart? No, no they're, they're also... They're pricing Golden State like the team from four or five years that, ago. That's another thing. They're not. They're good. You're they're not. very good. They're not that team. Yeah. We'll recap last night's betting action with Winsome Some coming up next.
7: that's chumbacasino.com.
6: No purchase necessary. BDW group void work prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet
3: Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com.
0: Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning! Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser!
2: You're a loser. Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win
5: Some, Lose Some. What a comeback by the Mets! Sixty to one in play. Seven to one in the ninth. They beat the Phillies. They're doing all this without Degrom. What a job! And I like the Mets again today. Jersey hasn't lost in the regular season since May thirtieth. Comeback or collapse? Wow, that's a yeah, right. That has that that's a little bit of both. I mean, give them credit for not rolling over too. Favorite sixty-two percent MLB favorites so far as well. Guardians, Orioles, Mets plus one thirty-five. That all cashed. Brewers two dollars up to two sixty took out the Reds again and covered the run line. And the Panthers, there you go, that's a one seed. 245 up to 280. Dominated Washington, 5-1. to Subscribe, be part of the team, vsun.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos, eclectic mix as always, rapid fire with the dog videos sent in from a ton of viewers. You send them in, we'll put you on TV. huh? How about the catapult here? Puts the ball down, hits the device, bam, there it goes. Runs up, grabs it. That's awesome. That dog is now preoccupied for the next four hours? That is great. Smart people out there, right? It's like a Game of Thrones episode, too. Um, Chance and uh, Wendy. Wet Nose Wednesday coming to the ballpark. Guy watches every day. JoJo sent this in every day in Pennsylvania. Thank you very much. Coming out to the ballpark. They're greeted by the players and the manager. and They come out on the dugout step. And who doesn't love baseball, right? Look at that coming out wet Nose Wednesday, taking it all in. Hey guys, how you doing? Well-behaved, smart dogs. And they come over. I always like the dogs who retrieve the bats. Isn't that something? Yeah, the, the aviators here, the local. That they, is, they have oh, a bat dog. Yeah, how good is it? Very that? popular. Yes. French fries. Survey says got the paw up. The little puppy guy watches in Maine. They Maine, New Hampshire, every day. The McDonald's French fries. There you go. The puppy loves it. That's excellent. And then you, who sent this in? What are we a doing squ- A squirrel with oh, so the is for the first Look at time. That. Look at the hesitation.
4: It's like, wow. It's like Frank the Tank in uh, old school. Once <laughs> it hits your lips, it's so
5: good. Same <laughs> like thing a, with a squirrel. A 15-second pause. <laughs> he's like looking looking at go, Okay, <laughs> He puts down five. Wow. he's Joey Chestnut all of a sudden. Yeah. Putting those down. Excellent. Lose some. Phil Mickelson lost $40 million between 2010 and 2014, I tweeted out the article yesterday, and I I said, "quote tweeted it." Billy Walters, get that book out asap. Come on, because I know he'll throw him under the bus and back up over him mm-hmm. uh, with that book and the, the insider trading and what happened. But the 40 million, and then the the the, the split with McKay was about money and back pay uh, about his Bones former McKay,
4: his former caddy. Yes, yeah, you. a lot of back pay there. So in, in that in that stretch. Phil was making more than forty million dollars per year. So then he was losing yeah. on average ten million dollars, give or take, per year gambling. Did you see what uh, HarleBob tweeted last night? No. HarleBob uh, was once he says he doesn't gamble on the NBA anymore. Was once like the most successful NBA better right. in the world. Right. He said that he was actually Billy uh, Billy Walters' beard. What? what he said on twitter interesting okay maybe he was being facetious good. and good. then phil went on to the zone and to lose so much money on top of everything
5: else who knows lose some uh did you see the yankees at the ranger game last night bakhtiari tweeted about it good job i mean judge and rizzo i mean there's hardly any beer in the cup and they sl- took them forever to slam it too there's like hey, this much come on guys it's half a cup yeah fat job you're gonna do that do that on the camera and. the uh, you can't touch
4: Bakhtiari from the Packers no. at the Bucks game, where he oh, goes two twenty ounces back to back Bam. like that. Bam. And he called them out. He goes, Yeah, he said, This is cute, guys, thanks. And he said, Hashtag dinner for two. <laughs> Except well, you game up next time.
5: Yeah. Wasn't as bad as Rogers at the Bucks game. But uh sure. Bad beats. Phillies, of course, a dollar fifty. Mets biggest comeback since nineteen ninety seven. Astros on the run line, two outs, top of the ninth, nobody on, two strikes, two run shot. 3-2 uh, final though, the Astros won and the Panthers-Capitals game over 6.5 or 7 5-1, three minutes left in the second period, that was the final are you kidding, right? there you go, also I'll put this in winsome how about this, the timing the, uh, Jimmy Trainer tweeted this out 21 years ago today, the Pines Barons, Pine Barons episode aired catch up and, and relish Paulie and Christopher. That's pre- what an uh, that's a top five episode. Oh uh, yes, it is. They that's never exactly went back to the say. Russian though. Thought that was a bad job. Mm-hmm. They ignored the Russian who uh, escaped the woods. Win some, lose. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100 percent first deposit match bonus now with code 250 match. Learn more. BetRivers.com.
4: Any advice to betters who had Philadelphia for the full game last night?
5: I would say Take a couple of days off. I mean, you just have to uh, short term memory too. That that's.
4: I would say that. uh, that, I mean, it's part of the reason why betting first fives have become more popular nowadays, and why if you maybe you want to break it up with your units and go a half a unit on first five, half a unit for the full game, something along those lines. Um, I would also say this: if you had the Mets last night, you have no business complaining for a long, long time.
5: Nope. Nope. That's it. You got to remember that too. When you complain about your bad beats, you have to remember your wins. A thousand percent. And a lot of people don't do that. It's like the people who come over with your bad beat poker stories. A beard for Walters. Oh, God. I'm I'm sure he's got some fantastic stories. Okay. So this uh, thank you, by the
4: way, to Robert on Twitter. He went and looked earlier this hour. He broke down the Reds' last 20 losses by margin. They've lost by one run once, which we all know. They've lost by two runs three times, by three runs five times they've lost by 4 runs twice, by 5 runs three times, they've lost by 6 runs three times. They've lost by 8 runs once, by 9 runs once and they lost by 14 runs one time as well. So there you have it. How many we asked the well. question how many times did they lose by more than uh, by 3 runs or more? And uh out of those last 20, it's 16 or more. 16 Actually, no, 16 well, times they've lost by three runs or more in their
5: last 20 losses. Yeah, look at the passing tweet. Three and 22. NL worst, 79 runs. If you doubled that, it'd still be fewer than the runs they've allowed. Team ERA is seven. Full two runs worse than the next worst team. Uh, tanking in it's absolute ugliest. He finishes the tweet. Well, what does it say about the Pirates, though? The this. I mean, the Reds are favored tomorrow. The Reds are, not only are they favored, they're, they're, they're laying $1. sixty at yeah. DraftKings. Well, it says a lot about Brew Baker and uh, and Keller, who they're trotting out the next, but, uh, you know.
4: Yeah. Come on. Uh, and that, again, that oh. total to me is too low. Seven in that game. And, uh, you know, this might be the wrong word to use, but as I said earlier, poor Hunter Green. They bring him up, like he's a really talented I prospect. I know. He throws like 102, <laughs> 103 miles an hour. He's consistently jamming 99, 100 on the gun, In that area yesterday, but all these players now who have been around for a little bit—they've seen 98 their entire lives for the most part—they can turn on this stuff. He went. He got eight outs. He recorded eight outs in the game. Seven of them were punch outs, and he allowed five home runs. It's his stat line just makes you kind of laugh, but it makes you feel bad for the kid at the same time because it's like I'm watching the game. Like, are you gonna get him out of there? (laughs)
5: Can you go to anybody else? Uh What What if they play the Dodgers and the Dodgers need it in September? When are we gonna? Six dollars. Get their schedule. I got when it right in front see? of
4: me. Okay. Oh, you look at you, you also, yeah. yeah. <sighs> they get they do get Milwaukee three times next week, and they're scheduled to take on Woodrow from Peralta two more times. They're, it's going to be at home though in Cincinnati. They ooh they get they they play three at Toronto in May, May twentieth through the twenty second. Three in Toronto. What Give me that. Gossman.
5: Can you go to September? Yep. Because you get some you probably get divisional games in September. Uh, I mean, they, imagine you get somebody though in a win-win uh, scenario or something.
4: They only have the uh, well, they go to the Yankees before the All Star break. Is that good? <laughs> they get Tampa Bay three oh, times at home, and then God. three at uh,
5: yeah, three at the Yankees in middle of July. You have to pay attention to it. You have to monitor this. It's a joke. It's what it is. But a <laughs> cash cow. We're well, gonna find something like this in baseball that's nineteen and one run. Hold on, I'm trying to get at, at a good price. Remember, you're not and you're, you're, you're betting the run line. Well, laying, they're laying the run line with the favorite. The I Brewers think, were $1.25 Monday.
4: Again, I think that's the takeaway, right? Is that the Brewers, I think in a month, we're going to look back and say, how were the Brewers opening at $2 against the Reds? How? How are they minus one hundred five on the run line? Hello. They also, they play Milwaukee four times in late September. Um, when do they play the Dodgers? Where's that at? Uh, I don't see it. Hmm. it. Yeah. I don't know. I maybe skimmed over it, so my bad.
5: You asked me earlier, too. It's been a strange start to the hockey playoffs. The blowouts. Yeah. The lack of overtime games. We've only had two. And the shutouts. The shutouts. So That's my, the, the new, new angle. Thanks to those people that sent that in. Because you can get seven, eight to one on those. Yeah. The yes, no prop. Both we've had teams five so score. far. There have been five shutouts. Right. One every night.
4: our right, UFC 274 is stacked. It's tomorrow night. And Bet Rivers has a, spe- a special profit boost for the big event all players that log in tomorrow will receive a 20% profit boost on UFC 274 and a parlay. Make your ideal UFC 274 combo on the main events, undercard or combination of both. Terms conditions apply. See site for details. This profit boost packs an extra punch at BetRivers. Bet on the app or at BetRivers.com. Uh, up next, he is truly one of the best in the business. Uh, he's the best guy I've ever talked to about horse racing. His name is Jeff Siegel. He will join the program. Um, We're going to go in fresh. How is he betting the Derby? Find out with us coming up next.
3: The Sports
5: Betting Network. First Bet wants you to get ready for Horse Racing's Triple Crown with a great offer for new customers. Sign up now with promo code VEGAS22. Bet at least $25 on the Derby, and you'll receive $25 in free bets for both the Preakness and Belmont. You must sign up with First Bet by May 7th using the code VEGAS22 to qualify. Register today with code VEGAS22. vegas slash horses.
4: All right. Jeff Siegel is going to join the program. He is as good as it gets when it comes to betting the ponies. Uh, Love listening to him break down um, these races. Uh, Jeff, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How are you?
6: I'm great. How are you guys today?
4: Doing really well. It's like the Super Bowl of betting for you then this weekend, but let's begin with uh, today. Friday's card, the Oaks. What do you like? What are you looking at?
6: Well, um, the the thing about the Oaks card today, uh, it's, the, the weather is volatile, mm-hmm. uh, so um, the thing is, we might have an off track. It's just hard to say right now. It's going to be fine for tomorrow. And um, my actually my best plays today, um, uh, in, in addition to the Oaks, are Santa Anita. So if I could go over those couple sure. of races and turn sure. money here, I know it's dry where I am. I can tell you that, and I, I know that the track's going to be fine here. And then I'll give them into the Oaks after this. But a c- couple of really good plays today at Santa Anita. Uh, the sixth and the seventh race is the sixth race. Uh, we've got a horse named America Red, White, and Blue. Uh, or America Red, White, Blue is his actual name. He's number seven. He's a horse that hasn't been out since last year, but he shows up here in a starter allowance. He's five to two in the morning line. He outclasses this field. He's a son of American Pharaoh and uh, he's training really well for his first start since last June. So I like America. Red, white, blue in the uh, sixth race, and then come right back in the seventh with a class-dropping filly by the name of So It Would Seem. She's number eight in the program. She also is well-to-five to two. Uh, I think she's really a stick out. Uh, I don't know what price she'll be bet down to, if in fact she will be, but she's coming out of a much, much better race. And Even though he got, she got beat last time by... 18 lengths, that again was a better field. She's dropping into the maiden $50,000 claimer. She's switching to grass. She's training well, and she should just daylight the field. So, for me, a couple of good, strong plays at Santa Anita. Again, in the sixth race, number seven, America, red, white, blue. And then in the next race, number, the seventh race, number eight, so it would seem. As for the Oaks today, uh, again, if the track is not terribly wet and the weather. Outlook is has improved since last night, so there's a chance that it might be in decent shape. Uh, number four in your program is a filly named Nest, N-E-S-T, Nest. She's won her last two starts by a combined 14 lengths. Uh, her speed figures have risen with each start. She was visually very impressive winning the Ashland at Keeneland over a wet fast track, which is significant in case it is wet, but she had won on fast going before that, so I don't think the track moved her up. I just think she's a good filly. And being a daughter of Curlin, she's supposed to get better with age, and she is. So I like number four, Nest. This is a really, really good race, though. I mean, there's this outstanding addition of the Oaks. In fact, the third choice in the morning line is Echo Zulu. All she is is the undefeated champion two-year-old from last year in Breeders' Cup juvenile Philly winner who won the Fairgrounds Oaks in her uh, three-year-old debut. And she's third choice. That shows you how good this race is. Uh, but I think Nest is really st- strong. Obviously, Echo Zulu is talented. You've got Secret Oath, who was uh, third in the Arkansas Derby last well, night against the Colts for Wayne Lucas. She's a deep threat. Uh, and then there's an undefeated filly named Kathleen O, who just won the Gulfstream Park Oaks as well. So all of those horses are contenders. The best of the best, I think, is number four, Nest.
5: Okay. A lot of money to be made tomorrow. Imagine if he can yes. hit the super or even hit the try. Take us through the Derby. Who you like? How you are playing it? What advice can you have and help our listeners, please?
6: Well, there are only three horses in the entire twenty horse field that are less than ten to one in the morning line. So, you get a chance here to really take some very live long shots and hook it up with whatever you want, whether you're playing the exacta, try, super, uh, or in any rolling exotic. Now, I, wish comes to shove, I like number ten Zandon to win. Uh, she he is three to one in the morning line, but I think he's going to go higher. And the reason why I think he'll go higher is because there's so much contention. Most people don't want to take a short price in a 20-horse field, so they kind of stray a little bit and try some horses that are price horses that really don't have any chance. So then it actually might be a little overlaid if he goes up to 4 or 5 to 1, and I think that's possible. Now, if you're playing the try or super, there are a number of good price horses that have an excellent chance to make this worthwhile including, uh, and I'll give you an order of how I think they will finish, mm-hmm. uh, obviously number three, Epicenter, who is um, one four out of six. He's tough. He's a shorter price. But then you're dealing with some long shots, like number eight, Chargers, who is 20 to 20-1 in the morning line, who was second in the Florida Derby, but he had all kinds of self-caused trouble. He's only had three starts. He's the kind of horse that has got a tremendous amount of talent. It's just a matter of whether or not he uh, – Grows up overnight from an uh, experience standpoint. But you have to use number eight, Charger, to 20 to 1. You also have to use number 12, Taba. This is a former Bob Baffert horse now trained by Timmy Yakteen. He's undefeated in two starts, won the Santa Anita Derby. He is 12 to 1 in the morning line. He, in fact, may be the best Colt in the race, but he's only had two starts, and he's never had dirt in his face. So the question is, can he overcome his inexperience? If he can, Taba can win the whole thing at 12 to 1. So you've got to use him as well. Uh, those are the two main price horses that I like. Uh, and then uh, you got his stable mate, who is also a decent sort of price uh, in a horse by Messier. Messier is pretty good. He's named after the hockey player for hockey fans. And he's 8 to 1. Uh, again, a stable mate of. Uh, of um, uh, Tabas trained by Tim Yakteen. Uh, he was second in the Sandita Derby, but he needed the race and I think he's trained extremely well since. So all of those horses can be used in tries and supers at big prices. To me though, the one to beat and the most logical winner, all things being equal is a horse that I think is going to run the race of his life and that is number 10 on your program Zandon.
4: Okay, very good. any thoughts on uh, one way or the other on, on White Abario the number 15?
6: Yeah, White Obrario is a, might just be a Gulfstream Park horse. Now he's mm-hmm. he's undefeated at Gulfstream. He's only, only run one other place uh, other than Gulfstream, and that's Churchill when he was second. I'm sorry, third in a state called the Kentucky Jockey Club. Uh, I thought he was second best, even though he won the Florida Derby, uh, because I thought the runner-up Charger, who I mentioned earlier, uh, could have should have won that race. But it's hard to argue with four four out of five lifetime, and he's got good tactical speed, and I think he's going to run well. It's just that I'm just not sure if he's got another bit of improvement in him, where I think some of the others do. This this is a tough race because he's got some lightly raced horses who are in various stages of development. I think he's already reached closer to his peak than some of the others have. That's why I think that while well, I think he'll run well, he's honest, he's genuine, I just don't know if he's got that next forward leap that some of the others have.
4: Fair enough. Of the shortest shots on the board, and that could be, you know, you brought up Zandon, um, and he might go off at like 4 or 5 to 1. Um, right. Any any horse in that, you know, 5 to 12 or 15 to 1 range that you were just drawing a line through that you don't want to have at all?
6: Yeah, that's number one, mode Donico. Oh. He's 10 to 1. I know he's well-liked by a lot of people, and given um, – you know, the poor post that he has, he's run in the one hole, which, by the way, hasn't won or hasn't produced a Kentucky Derby winner since 1986. Mm-hmm. Ferdinand pretty much got lucky to win. But Moe Donical doesn't have a lot of early speed. In fact, he has none. And from the rail, from the 20-horse field, when the whole field kind of crosses over in front of you, you're forced to take dirt. You're shuffled back. You have traffic trouble. And although he won the Wood Memorial on his last start, he did so with an absolute dream trip. That's not happening, I don't think, in the Kentucky Derby. So while on form, he looks formidable. In fact, he actually did beat Zandon last December. I just think because of the rail and because of the inside draw and the and the traffic trouble he's sure to encounter, um, at 10 to 1, uh, that is going to be extremely difficult for Modonical to win and maybe even hit the board. Okay.
4: So, as we sit here early on a Friday morning, track conditions for tomorrow for the Derby, you're, you think it's going to clear up?
6: I think it will. Uh, That track takes water really well. It could be pouring rain in the morning and still fast by the afternoon, and it's going to be wet today, but not too wet, not as bad as it was supposed to be. Mm. Rain's supposed to clear out tonight and be cloudy, but dry pretty much tomorrow. So I think we're going to have a great track, great race, great day of racing at Churchill Downs.
4: Jeff, you are the best. Uh, Good luck this weekend, and uh, thank you for the time.
6: Thank you so much for having me.
5: Great job, yeah. sir. Thank you. And again, First Bet wants you to get ready for horse racing's triple crown with the new offer, with a great offer for new customers. The promo code, again, is Vegas22. Vegas22. Bet at least $25 on the Derby, and you get $25 in free bets for both the Preakness and Belmont. Sign up by May 7th. Vegas22. com slash horses. com slash horses.
4: All right, so if you missed it, he was really excited to talk about Santa Anita today. In the 6th, yep. he likes America. Red, white, blue. And in the seventh, he likes the eight horse, so it would seem. Those are his best bets today at Santa Anita. And in fact, he said he's probably a little bit more excited about those two races than uh, the Oaks, although he likes the number four nest at the Oaks today, but made a case that uh, it's going to be a really, really good race. Filled with a bunch of uh, strong horses. So... Uh, Jeff Siegel has been on this show now for a good four or five years, and his picks awesome. have, throughout the time has been just fantastic.
5: Remember Dave Berg, who used to work here? Oh, yeah. did yeah. he, he hit the try? Hit the try right away. Right, yeah. Year one. We, we just start, yes. Yep. That that, didn't
4: didn't the try pay $8,000? 8, 8, 8, yeah.
5: Yeah. Was it a dollar bet, too, or two, whatever? He Ooh, had, a dollar, $2,000. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Just playing numbers, birthdays, bam. Yep. We will get to
4: our in-pocket plays, and uh, wait until you hear what Rich Eisen had to say about the draft being held in Las Vegas.
7: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase
6: necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He knows the quarterback was on cold. If his girlfriend was not on These games are a burial, a
3: blowout, a human loss. You can bet your children's. I children, children, was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for
0: every bookmaker in the country.
4: In pocket plays, as I said earlier, in a lot of these games, in baseball in 2022, every half run is valuable. Uh, Ray's Mariners over six and a half minus one twenty was a winner, four-three. That'll get it done. Um, Lightning to win the series minus one ten is a bet. Some other futures pending there on the screen. Uh, What I've added today, Grizzlies plus seven tonight against the Warriors. Tomorrow. Sorry, tomorrow. Yes, I have two games on Saturday here. And Reds-Pirates, that's tomorrow. Reds-Pirates right now, there's already an overnight line available. Over seven, that's (laughs) some guy I don't know with the Reds. (laughs) But the key here is Keller's going for the Pirates, and I expect runs. And the the Reds are laying $1.60. So give me over seven in that game tomorrow.
5: All right. Good fun and good luck for Oliveira in the main event tomorrow, $1. 60 i I'm with Lou on that one. Uh, Grizzlies also plus seven. Absolutely not. not nothing's a lock. Who knows? What, absolutely ridiculous. That's this, this point spread. Two things. You nailed it. They're pricing them like this is the Durant Warriors. Number two, uh, they're pricing Memphis like they're Denver. Correct. They're the better team record-wise. They are the two seed. The series is 1-1. One, one. Also not a must-win spot either. Like Memphis is huh. much better than
4: Denver. Yes. Much better. Right. You're right. Warriors could win by 16 and look great, but seven, yeah. it's a huge
5: number. And they'll have no answer for Jock, ja, who's killed him. And you don't have Peyton now, the rest of the... That Peyton thing, thing could out. be big. Like, Brooks Brooks has been terrible. Uh, they Like, he's
4: worth something. On defense, they like to put him on Curry, yeah. but offensively, he's been a negative.
5: Lightning tonight, minus 120 against the Maple Leafs. You got to prove it to me, Toronto. And I'm going to go with the playoff pedigree and the champs. Looking for the 3 Pete Saturday Flame stars under five and a half. Three combined goals in the series so far. And it continues. Uh, in pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials, posted after noon Eastern, betrivers.com. Stay up, watch these games. You never know what's going to happen and transpire. That was an in play dream to have the Calgary game under last night. I, mean, I, I like
4: did, a, before the game started, I did bet Dallas plus two oh five to win the game for a know. peanut.
5: I think it's going to be a lengthy series. The Saturday games, all four road teams are favored in hockey. Calgary, Rangers, of course, Colorado, and well, Florida. What do you Florida think of the Rangers start. number? It, well, yeah, yeah, it has to be because of the, it's going to be uh, Domingue, yeah. Correct. Yep. They're up against it, and who knows when they get the Smith back, but that was, God, if the Rangers could have got game one. What do you think well, of Ingram last night for Nashville? Well, unbelievable. He was, it was tremendous. Head, right, and they got the early one on him, too. They did. <laughs> that was <laughs> Remember, a great goal by McKinnon. I believe he played in the meltdown. Yeah, Mike Palm had it. He played in the meltdown against Nashville. Uh, Arizona, rather. Right. So he, he hung in there. The exact opposite of Riddich, who needed a diaper. Out oh, there. that was bad. So that was. I yeah. was very surprised by the 2-1 the overtime game. Another goal disallowed. Now, that was goaltender interference. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not with the Rangers. Game. I would agree with that. Olchek nailed it. Mm-hmm. Well, number one, the guy has a right to go after the puck. Number two, he was pushed into the goalie by, by a, a Penguin defenseman. Right. Uh, Um, Yeah, but again, the goaltending mismatch there now, if it's going to be him against uh, Igor, come on. So we
4: touched on this throughout the week, obviously, last Friday, and then once the event actually ended, we discussed what we thought the draft looked like on TV out here in Las Vegas. And um, I thought it was absolutely positive. I thought they could have done a little bit better with showing shots of the city. I did think the NFL network setup was outstanding there on Lake Como over at uh, the Bellagio. I thought Mm they looked great all day long. Uh, The way they shut down the strip for it, was uh, that doesn't happen. I mean, that happens on New Year's Eve, and that's pretty much it. They'll do it for the F1 race coming up next year, but that that they never do that. So obviously they had to do it this time around. Thought it looked great. Um, Rich Eisen was hosting all weekend on the NFL Network. Did you hear what he had to say? Did not. Okay. Here is the host on NFL Network um, and how he thought Las Vegas handled the draft.
3: My God, is Las Vegas the perfect town for a major NFL event? We've all known it for a long time. We've all suspected it. Okay. We've all suspected it for some time, but you know, a very warm place would have had to have frozen over for something like that to happen. And I guess it must've frozen over because the draft was there and it was superb. And the town, as you might expect, absorbed it,
5: (laughs) absorbed it. Pretty strong. As he said. Well, I don't know if it was him, but he, he refused oh. to even say the name of the city well, years ago. So I,
4: I interviewed oh. Rich a long time ago. This oh. is probably, man, if I had to guess, I'm going to go 2008. He had a book out. I interviewed him, and I talked about how if he would, like, you, like you, I, I don't remember the exact question, but it was something along the lines of, uh, you do understand, like, the NFL is not nearly as popular if you took away gambling and, and fantasy, and he fought that big time. And I was like, "Ah, oh, boy, okay. Uh, they refused to say the name Las Vegas on the NFL network when he would talk to Goodell they would say a certain city in the desert uh, but he was evidently blown away by those comments and well, no kidding yeah I mean we we do that's what we do best big events of course. so a little bit yeah, a little bit more from uh, Eisen here on his show talking about the draft out here in Vegas.
3: the, the competition hasn't been completely it's all undercut it's all still standing <laughs> right like we're not there's no scandal. Everything's just standing. Season's coming. The best. Draft was perfect. I mean, it's, this should be like the, the Olympics. Every other year, it goes to Vegas, either the Super Bowl or the draft. Yeah, run it back. Fans would go crazy. They came from all over the place.
4: Now, is that fair to have the draft in Las Vegas every other year? No. I don't think it is either. Super Bowl, yes. Super Bowl should be in the rotation. Right. Yeah. And did you see the mistake that college football made yesterday? They announced that they're switching the college football championship game or playoff game, yeah, title game from. I think twenty twenty five. They switched it from Vegas to Atlanta.
5: They switched
4: it. Yeah, yeah. Saw that report yesterday. Oh, but if you had to make, and look, I mean, they're now they're taking the Super Bowl all over the place as they are with the draft. And I think you know the draft in KC and these other cities, Philadelphia before that, that's cool as hell. The Super Bowl though, if you're going to make it a small rotation, uh, Las Vegas absolutely has to be in the mix. It's a
5: major mistake. Jacksonville disaster. Oh, terrible! The weather you encountered in Minneapolis, uh, the snowstorm at uh, uh, what was it? Hail Atlanta. There was an issue mm-hmm. in Dallas. I mean, it's too can't do it. There,
4: there, are a, yeah. the handful of cities, right? And it's too bad there's no longer a team in San Diego because San Diego should absolutely be on the list. I don't yep. know about LA. Yep. I wasn't there last year, but from what I was, from what I understand, it was so far spread out. All the events might make it difficult, and that city has so much traffic. But Miami, New Orleans, uh, Las Vegas for sure have to be in Tampa. I, no. I,
5: New Orleans, yeah, yeah.
4: Um, if you want to do a cold weather, Indianapolis is the perfect spot. Everyone loved it there. Uh, downtown Indianapolis is inc-
5: for events That's like this is as good as it gets. And you're like you're right in that area, right? Yeah, yep. yep. Everyone loved it that one. Everyone hated Jacksonville. I was at Speaking Jacksonville for a out, week. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: That was. Uh, I had a
5: great time at Phoenix, Glendale. I thought that Glendale was, great. was good. That wasn't bad. They do a good job. Yeah. I just I can't believe. How many times they meet these guys? These guys have to meet with the media. Like, how much are you going to talk say about the game? I know, I couldn't believe it. It's like every it's like, single day, like know it's every guy. It was like it was the year the Patriots lost to the Giants, right? And they were undefeated. So like, okay, Brady's meeting today. Now Brady's going to talk again. Now it's Brady and Moss. And every
4: day of this, every single it's day, a team day. Wouldn't that? I mean, just I what? get that's part of the gig, but wouldn't that get kind of old if yeah. you're one of the players? Of course. Like now we got to be somewhere for four hours again, and it's an event. We got to talk to three
5: hundred people again. Oh, that's why you get. That's why you. Get some bizarre questions, and a lot of guys just say the same thing, though right. too. But you try because it's the say, what are you going to say about the game? It's two weeks of this. Yep. Okay, so you bet Oliveira. Yeah,
4: Um is it just is it all pro him? Is it a little anti-Gaichi? You like to match up for him?
5: You like Lou's yeah. advice on it? Well, it's or? like you said, he's a stud. You go back, you forget about him. There's good value there. The breakdown that Lou had as well, and uh I'm definitely on board. He's le- le- underrated. Uh To me, Saint Prue looks cheap. Is a you know you got to lay a price at two twenty five, but right. I think you're going against a guy who's was washed there. That, that could be possible.
4: Yeah. Well, on that note, I, I know what he said, um, again, an hour and a half ago about uh, Ferguson. It's a huge number. You can find Tony Ferguson at mm-hmm. plus 290. Remember, it was two years ago. This is actually the weekend we got the first UFC event back during the pandemic. Remember that? It was down in Jacksonville in early May. Was it? Okay. And Ga- Gaethje beat Ferguson on that card. Okay. Um, but going into that fight, Ferguson was favored in you know, the whole thing about him and how good he was. And he had won so many fights in a row. He, I mean, clearly has not been the same guy since then. And this this is Price as if he is shot. And Lou brought up the point, well, maybe he's not shot, so grabbing plus 290 might not be bad. But what if he is shot? What what if he is just totally right. finished, and you look back, you know, on, on Monday when we're on the show, it's going to be, yeah, that lasted a round and a half, and he was cooked the entire time.
5: Mm-hmm. He and also f- likes- 330 was a gift. Yep. He also likes Randy Brown, Garcia, Godinez. And uh, he goes back and forth on the co-main event. With uh, Rose, about could she win inside yeah. the distance? Could do, If it goes the distance, as Esparza could maybe get the decision, and that's four and a half over minus 180.
4: I can't go against Rose. So, yeah, I bet her too many times, and I think she's too good of a fighter. Yeah. Uh, I just, that's, yeah. Can't do it. Anyway, uh, if you miss any part of the show today, you can go grab the podcast. Follow the Money Podcast is up wherever you grab your podcast, or the VSIN Best Bets, it's there as well. It is a busy weekend, man, in May. What a weekend every single year it is. With the Derby tomorrow, big UFC card, playoffs continue, and we will be loaded for three hours on Monday to talk about all of it and look ahead beyond that as well. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck betting everything. We'll talk to you then. We'll see you.
0: thought there was a sports betting offseason think again our recent sports betting experts are working 24 7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule the over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting IQ, help improve your betting IQ, help improve your betting IQ, help improve your, betting IQ, help improve your-